Hello, mm-hmm. hello, 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 everyone. We just Honk. gotta Honk. get some Honk. crunchy crackers off mm-hmm. our fingies. That's the best thing to start a start eating when yeah, you <laughs> right when you start recording. My mom does that. She'll call me and like I'll pick up, be like, "Hey, mom." She'll like crunch into a chip and be like, "Hey, <laughs> like, did you wait to snack <sighs> until like you called me?" She's like, "Yeah, I did," because I want to talk and. Snack. You gotta chat and chew. It makes total sense to me. You gotta do chat and chew. That doesn't bother me. Like, uh, eating noises doesn't bother me at all. I know that really? I'm like one it of the different crazy. ones. In person, I think, oh, you know what? It depends on the eating noise. A slurp, I can't abide. I can't deal with like a tooth hitting something. Oh, yeah. Like, if I hear Fork. your tooth, like, oh, yeah. Like, not even that, like, crunch. If I. <sighs> Hard, I don't know how to describe it. If I hear your tooth like brush against a corn cob, oh yeah, mm. or you or know that's like one of the most beautiful sounds in the world. Contact, though. yeah, cobs, cobs only. Welcome to that's the spirit podcast. Hey, hey everybody. everybody, that's Robin Brown. That's Stephanie Vegan. And this is a podcast about ghosts and friends, cobs, and and corn cobs. All cobs are beautiful. That's what ACA All cobs are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well oh, guys i didn't is... eat exactly one cob this week mm-hmm. i cobbed and i lobbed you cobbed and you lobbed because yeah. you're in black island your favorite place yeah i did not lob but you know i cobbed well yeah you double cobbed my mom i told rob and this listeners but i was in connecticut for like a little a couple of days and my mom packed me like a, a little grocery bag to take back because she's lovely and in the bottom she just hid two corn cobs for me to find as like a secret treasure. The sweetest surprise. And because she, she knows I love corn. And you know what? Corn, I can't get into this. What, what? am I doing? Say I was it. about to go into a whole You're crazy. Say corn loves me. Corn loves me. No, that is true. I was going to go into like a, a, a factory farm Monsanto rant. What? About how corn in America isn't what it used to wow. be. And it's got a lot of stuff in there that isn't good for you. And it's hard to hear, I Would know. you ever try growing your own corn? It's very, very difficult to get uh, genetically unmodified corn beans. And of course it's not beans, it's seeds. But <laughs> Wait, is it? I don't know what it kernels. is. Kernels. It's probably kernels, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, but I do have a vague memory. I think we tried growing it. To mild success one summer in my parents' yeah, they, yard. Yeah, we, uh, the community garden, people grow corn yeah. all the time. I'd um, love to. I bet love you to could grow really corn. do it. I bet you could maybe even apply for a spot in old Willow Tree Park and oh, grow Lord, corn. Oh, Lord, you know I'd love that. What Although I would do is my plot garden. would just be sunflowers and corn. Oh, So you can yes. hide in it. Your yellows. Yeah, the yellies. Oh, cute. Two friends. What and it, you'd like walk around, they're just as tall as you. Feels wonderful. <laughs> In some cases, taller. In a lot of cases, too tall for you. So you're you're now. You're, sure you're the child now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man! If you had to farm one bean, what would it be? One bean? Yeah. If you had to be one type of bean farmer. If I had to, okay. You can't say baked. That's. Imagine just like rice patties, but it's like thick, syrupy, baked beans. It's like a cranberry bog, like, but it's baked that beans. That bean dog spokesman is on the boat Bush's harvesting baked them. baked beans. Truly, though, imagine a cranberry bog, but it's just beans. Yeah, just thick, 
syrupy beans. Oh, man. Uh, I feel like I don't even know that many types of beans. Uh, For me, I think it would be probably lentil? a sugar snap. I don't know. Is some kind of, now that's a legume. Oh, shit. We can come back to it. We can what come back the, to what it. Are, name some kinds of beans. Green. Okay. Uh, chick. I guess it's a pea, but still. Garbanzo. Also a legume. Maybe all beans are leg. You know what? I don't know. I think that beans might be legumes, but I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Does anybody out there know Can how oats, in? peens, beans, and barley grow, but also... Did if- you say peens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beans. Beans, beans, and barley. Oh, it's peans, beans, and barley grow. The summer crops. Oh. Do, you, do you know that song? Did you ever, were you ever forced to sing that song? Is it like a goober peas style, like elementary school no, song? No, it's like a, let me try to remember how it goes. Are peanuts oh, and beans? Oh, peas, beans, and barley no, grow. I'm an idiot. Oh, it's peas, beans, and barley grow. Do you or I or anyone know how oats, peas, beans, and barley grow? First, the farmer plants the seeds and then it answers it. You're not making this song up? No. Okay. No, that's real. Uh, If I made that up, wow, we would write, we got to print it right away. I mean. Instant Where did you hear this song in barges? Where were you hearing this? Oats, peas, beans, and barley is one of the classics. From where? (laughs) Well, childhood. Camp. I think it's like, no, I definitely had like a cassette tape. Oh, yeah. Full of of all kinds of songs exactly like Oats, Peas, Beans, and Barley. Well, I know we've talked about it before. Mm, but I would like to at some point revisit the topic of square dances. Yeah. And how often we... Do you know how many times like, we had to do a square dance? When I remember... <laughs> when somebody said the word square dance to me like a few years ago and the memories came flooding back as if I had been abducted yeah. by an alien and like I had flashes of being like, it happened! I know it did! <laughs> it did happen. It did happen. I remember seeing Jennifer Wallace in a floor length. Denim we, we dress. all had to go to square dances like at least twice a year. They were held in the gymnasium slash cafeteria. Don't understand. In, in like fucking Driscoll. Ew. Driscoll is disgusting. It For was in Driscoll. Anybody who doesn't know, Driscoll was the other elementary school. I was Driscoll. Guess what? Everybody in Miller thought that Driscoll was painted flesh colored. It was. And I was... Terrified of it. It uh, struck you me been, as like a place where all of the ceiling lights were out except one. And Driscoll was the only color. half of the school that had to get completely torn down because of asbestos. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I did go to the poison half of elementary school. <laughs> I think they ended up tearing down and redoing the whole building. Yeah, anyway. they like yeah they tore it all down. But like, uh, why would you divide the kids like that? Just say it's one school that's long. It's Miller Driscoll, and it's just say it's one, one building, but it's so long. Make that it they bisected. Yeah, it. or like Driss Miller, Miskel. Just do something, or just, just call it Miller Driscoll, but have it be one school. Yeah, have it be one school. I don't know, but it really formed a rivalry that I think I was broke up some friends. I for sure was oblivious at this time because. I don't think I've talked about this on the pod before, and mm-hmm. we do not have time to dive into, like, the very, very deep and, uh, like, the bottomless well of this period of my life. 
But for all of Driscoll, my only friend was a tree. So I was very oblivious because I just moved. Yeah, you must have been And I didn't have any friends. And I was also very gullible and I didn't understand sarcasm. (laughs) So people would be like, this really nice sweater. And I'd be like, thank you. Or like, oh my God, like you dress like a candy corn. And I'd be like, I know I meant to. Come on. Did yeah. somebody say that to you? Yeah, someone, people called me candy corn for like half a year because I wore like... Did you wear orange pants? I wore like an orange, what would be very cool now, like an orange button-down cardigan. A terrific palette. A yellow turtleneck. Stop! And like, I think like black or white or something, uh, leggings and boots. That's very cute. Was and it in the spirit of like autumn it was like in october and i was like i'd love to dress like a candy corn would dress i do have to say whatever (laughs) child called you a candy corn that's the funniest thing i've ever heard but also a devastating burn if you're the recipient not for me because were you like i love candy corn not for me because (laughs) yes i was like like oh my god yeah not only do i have a nickname but it's a nickname of a thing i love which is candy corn like i didn't know it was mean I, for like Maybe until it, like it might middle not have school, been mean. it might have just been an observation. It definitely was because people got in trouble. But Aww. like people would get in trouble, and I'd be like, "Let them go!" Like they're my friend. Everybody likes candy corn, and it's there me. were like so many meetings that my parents had to go to where they were like, "Everyone is so fucking mean to your daughter, no. and she doesn't know." And they would just be like, "Well, don't fucking tell her then." Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. Need to have him sit her down She's and be like, fine. people are mocking you. She also, like, I was in second grade, and yeah, I just had this, I would, like, talk to this one tree, and we had, like, an entire different pretend world during I recess. I And I know, it's really a lot. At, at Miller, was it the, like, cool one in the little courtyard It garden? was a Driscoll, like, right near the entrance. It's still there. And oh, in the little like circle. Yeah, that's a good train. Mm-hmm. It's a good train. It's a good train. Oh, there was a bush a nearby train. that was the uh, antagonist. I obviously. do remember a kind of um, vaguely threatening, kind of prickly bush. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So that was like the enemy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, my parents were also called in to be like, "Your daughter needs to stop talking to this tree." And my mom was just like. Why? Let her commune Just with let the her tree. Fucking talk to this tree, you guys. Yeah. And then my mom had to tell me, you you gotta stop talking to the tree. No. Uh so I had to go and like break up with my tree friend. And like at break recess every day, I would like look at it and be like, No, stop. But Stephanie. I like couldn't go talk to it. Okay, next time that you're home, we're going to say hi to the Oh my tree. god. Yeah, I definitely have to. You have to hang a special oh, charm on anyway, it. Anyway, this has been a therapy session. Recovery memories. Me and Robin. Um, oh, Lordy Lou. Wow. But yeah, you can um, definitely see why um I love ghosts and stuff because they're also friends that aren't real. Okay. <laughs> Some of them. Some of them might be. Arguably. Um, Also, everyone. That's the sound of some lobster painted claws clickety clacking against a lobster pot mug. This is a lobster pot mug. It's to discard your claws That Robin got me from Block Island as well as. You know what that is? A clit to clam. That's a clit to clam. 
and it is a dipsy doodle wonderful pin. I only wish that it was turned the other way and had a pearl in it, but true, that would be you cool. Know, you know. It's okay, we'll make our own. Um guys, I hope you all loved and appreciated arguably one of uh, mankind's greatest works. Thank you. The Milkening. The Milkening, yeah. Um, there is some merch available on our yeah. <laughs> Public store. If anyone would like Tee a Milkening. Uh, stores yes. slash That's the Spirit Podcast. Oh, yeah. Go and check it out. It's it's there for for the taking. Um, yeah, parts parts two and three, I think, will be coming Ooh, out soon. Uh, yeah, The Milkening is truly my life's work. Tour de force. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what we'll do is maybe read the whole thing and Ooh. release it as like a special episode. Oh my God. Cause I can't, I can't have people just like coming in mid movie. No, no, they're going to have to, or you know what we could do is like do a special announcement of, up at the top of the hour and be like, stop mm-hmm. here. If you haven't listened to part one, true is where you can find it. That's a great idea. Um, I made my whole family, I didn't make them actually. They asked <laughs> slash demanded to hear it on vacation. And we all sat around so horrifying. with me fully covered under a blanket I cannot believe while it. they listened to it because I forgot that at least one time I'm like, let's go fuck your parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As Juan Wario. That's right. <laughs> and I was just like, sorry, sorry. Um, they loved it. You Everybody were acting. loved it. You were I was acting. doing acting. My was first acting. love. Yeah, your, um, your first love. Uh, yeah, it was really special. My parents can never listen to it. But uh, yeah, as I said, The Milkening is obviously the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. And one in a series of what I'm sure will be maybe an anthology of films that I write in in relation to this podcast. Because mm-hmm. the Lord knows we've got a, a lot There's so much of names. There's so much in there. A lot of starters to go. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. Do you have a a ghoul? Oh man. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I have, I, I've got a ghoul. I've also got a choice to make Mm -hmm. which direction to take it. (laughs) I don't know, man. Do you want to hear funny or very intense? Mine is funny. Okay. So maybe I'll go, should I go also funny or very intense? Maybe I'll go intense to balance it out. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, boy. This is going to be tough to hear. Okay, but it's okay. Because it's like when you... It's like you always want the bad news first. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. Um, Okay. Ow. Sorry. I have a grip. Okay. Um, Also, so... Okay. Everybody, just a trigger warning up top. This is disgusting and upsetting. Okay. Let's do, like, maybe we should have a safe, like, a trigger word. Okay. The trigger word is... Tusk? It's tusk. Yeah. This is a tusk warning right off the bat. This is a strong tusk warning, and I think you'll actually see why that's very relevant. Ooh, no. Oh, no. Okay, so this is the story of Toyama Park. Okay. Oh, no. Hmm. And some of this, a lot of this is modified from a website called The Culture Trip. Okay. uh, As well as a couple other news sites. Anyway. Ahem. Just a stone's throw from the popular Shinjuku station in Tokyo sits one of Japan's most macabre haunted hotspots. During the day, Toyama Park is a family-friendly, sunny part of town, but at night, things begin to change. Visitors reported hearing disembodied voices calling out from a hill within the grounds. 
other strange things, and with good reason. Only a few decades ago, the park was the location of a dumping ground for one of Japan's worst mass murders via human experimentation. Oh, no. Yeah, get ready. At the end of World War II, this part of the city was home to a bunch of uh, medical facilities that were both built to help the wounded, most notably uh, victims of hugely destructive biological and chemical weapons. So it was kind of like uh, you would, like, convalesce at... Okay. Convalesce slash die at this, like, kind of oh army medical God. base. Uh, the victims who were there came from a site known as Unit 731, a unit of the Imperial Japanese Army that was in operation from 1935 to 1945. That unit was used to develop and experiment with biological and chemical weapons like anthrax <gasps> and even the bubonic plague. Oh, my God. While many of the experiments were carried out on prisoners of war, the testing was also done on just a huge swath of the population, including what? regular common criminals, captured people, <gasps> anti-Japanese Just partisans, captured people. Just captured people. The government just, just capturing people. people. Okay. Uh, political prisoners, the homeless, uh, the no. mentally handicapped, oh, and also on. just people rounded up by the military police for alleged suspicious activities. This included infants, the elderly, and <gasps> pregnant women. Oh, my God. At least 3,000 people were subjected to experimentation conducted by Unit 731 at the camp based in Pingfang alone. That does not include victims from oh other medical experimentation sites, of which there there were more. Um, test subjects were jokingly referred to as logs, as in what? how many logs fell today. Are you kidding me? Guess what? The term started because the cover story that they gave for the testing facility was that it was a lumber mill. So they called wow. the people that Never they fucked with Never trust logs. a lumber mill again. Yeah, no fucking way. Uh, and the researchers would lie and publish the results of these fucked up studies and would say that they had tested them on monkeys. Oh my god. Um, you so. know that if Japan was doing this what, America, everybody oh must have Oh my god. Been. Well this was like everything I was reading about this and you will see was like this is no different from all the fucked up experiments yeah. that the Nazis were doing. Uh, yeah. Um, so here comes the tusk Tusk warning. warning. Okay. According to historical documents, scientists at the site would infect the prisoners. Uh, then once they died, they would dissect them to witness the effects of the chemicals on the bodies firsthand. But the time in between the initial infection and death was obviously gruesome. Oh. Living prisoners. These are just, okay. Some kind, some of the kinds of horrors. Living prisoners had organs removed and limbs amputated while fully conscious. There were vivisections. Limbs were removed and reattached to opposite sides of the body. Internal organs taken out, rearranged, and then people were sewn back up. Just like if it can be. Yes. Yes. It's just like playing with a fucking Stretch Armstrong, only it's a human being. Yeah. Being like... We're just going to mess or around. Or I'm sorry, and a see. Mr. Potato Head. But I'm sure yeah, they also yeah. stretch Armstrong a lot of people as well. Um, yeah, just being like, we're going to tr- just try a bunch of fucked up stuff and see what happens. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, organs taken out, rearranged, put back in, people sewn back up. What? Um, people were infected with diseases like the plague, cholera, and typhoid. People were intentionally given frostbite. <gasps> 
They would take captives outside, dip various appendages into water, oh and allow God. the limbs to freeze. Once frozen, which they would determine uh, would be after, quote, the frozen arms when struck with a short stick emitted <gasps> a sound resembling that which a board gives when it is struck. Oh, my God. Um, they would do that. Then they would chip the ice away from it and douse it in water. The limb. Oh uh, the effects of different water temperatures were tested by bludgeoning the victim to <gasps> determine if any areas were still frozen. Subjects were starved to death. Some were put into low pressure chambers until their eyes popped out of their sockets. Are you People were electrocuted, me? spun in a centrifuge until dead, injected with animal blood, exposed to lethal levels of x rays, injected with seawater. Buried alive, injected with animal urine, and obviously countless assaults, rapes, unwanted pregnancies occurred. It was a fucking nightmare hellscape of suffering. What the fuck? Maya, I mean, like, I have to wonder, was there even science it like was there even a fucking clipboard, totally or was it just like an insane, like violent, evil place? Yeah, no, like I think it was earth. just an insane, evil place. So the there's bodies, probably no even like records of like nobody was like studying it. It's just like haha, like let's just do yeah. this. Well, I'm sure that they were just like we did all this stuff to monkeys. Guess what happened? All the monkeys died. Who masterminded this? Do they know? I would guess that it was just like. Because it was World War Two, they were probably like, "We're gonna, we're gonna just like fuck around and do whatever we can to see if we can make something happen that will give us an advantage." I have no idea, but the bodies of the poor victims were taken to the site in Tokyo for final analysis. Once that was done, they were dumped in a massive open grave, which happens to be where Toyama Park is now. Oh, my God. All of them. All of them. For this one facility. Yeah. Oh, my fuck. Um, there's obviously an enormous amount of secrecy, secrecy around the goings-on of the unit. It is almost never spoken about with anybody who, like, or by anybody who lived through it. Yeah. Like, people just didn't talk about it but in 2006 a former nurse at the site spoke out about what she saw what even would a nurse be there for oh my god well there are some quotes from her being like we like we're just we thought we were taking care of people and we didn't fully understand what was happening um she but she revealed her participation in burying what she said must have been hundreds of corpses bones and body parts oh um, she worked at the facility that's where the park is now, not at the okay. testing site. Um, so the mass grave itself was only actually uncovered in 1989. The bodies were not, like, properly sorted through and identified. They were just all oh. dumped in another repository, which is where they are still. Oh, my God. And now there's just a park where the grave site was, uh, it's covered in playgrounds, apartment buildings, and just like fuck bridges and cute little pathways. There's no anything that indicates what happened. I don't think so, dude. What I don't think they want people to know. Even the so fuck? yeah. So the park's eastern hill is said to be home to a disembodied sobbing man. Yeah, which of yeah. course 
Yeah. Uh, others say they've seen the ghost of a lady in white. Classic. Um, people mm-hmm. say that taking photos in the park at night will almost definitely yield orbs and other spooky images. I would images. be too scared to. I, I can't. I wouldn't even go during the day. Because it's like, it's one thing to just like have a ghost on camera. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to have like. Oh my God. The ghost of somebody who was put back together again. Oh my God. On camera. Like that. Also, it's just like an added thing of like. Oh my god, like what can we do? Get all the people who can put ghosts to rest. Oh my god. Bring them god. to this park. Seriously. Put them it give them peace. Anything. Somebody do something. Oh it's man. so bad. Oh, and this is man. gonna really make you sad. Oh, the most tuskler. popular legend says that those who live near the park will often see what is called a hitodama which is a fiery ball of light that appears when a person's soul has been separated from its body. No. Yeah. Come, no, of yeah. course. I don't, I mean, of course the soul probably separated way before the body died. Mm-hmm. And it's just looking for the body. It's probably like, this at the body's park. not my home. Yeah, or just this being like, it, where's the body? So Where'd much? it go? I guess it was here at one point, but I guess I'll go now find it yeah. wherever it is again. It's just scattered everywhere. I'm gonna lose it. I know. Oh, boy. Do you want me to balance it out right now with the... No, the, no, 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 no. No, okay. No, it's okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's crazy shit. I cannot yeah. believe that, like, nobody is held accountable for any atrocity, any, any, anything. I and think not that just there in, were not just some there, trials, just anywhere. but I don't, like, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like, like, it ended in a huge, uh, I'm, I honestly have to do more research on, like, if anybody even got in trouble for it. That is so... It doesn't really sound like it, but no. I don't know. It doesn't um, sound like it. I just can fucking not. Wow. Horrifying. That's too much. Very horrifying. I'm so sorry, everybody. That was our uh, also, inaugural Tusk alert, oh Tusk God. warning. Real strong Tusk story. Um, and, like, it's... The, the wildest part to me is that, like, I just... We just never learned about that. Yeah. We just, like, never, like, knew that that I feel that like that there's, happened. like, so many things, too, though, that we just, like, it just got skipped. Yeah. Yeah. Like, on, like, so many different peoples around the world. Entire nations yeah. and countries have horrible things. Yeah. Continuing to go on. That it's that's it's true. just glossed over. Or we don't even, we're not even told that country exists. Like... In, in America. Ugh. Yeah. So that's why I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm uh, going to live I'm in this park. going to live in that one park. And try and spend the rest of my life. Can you imagine? Like, okay, my mom this past week while I was home was like, Stephanie, do you want to do like a Fulbright or like be a Rhodes Scholar? And I was like, yeah. mom, you need like something. You need to like have a thing. You can't just, like, apply to be one. You need to have something you're working on. But I think that if I said I want to go to haunted areas in the world Mm -hmm. and I want to study the lore and I want to try 
to get to the bottom of hauntedness. The bottom of hauntedness? <laughs> then maybe they give me some money for a Fulbright. That, okay, I'm doing that's it. That's what you have to say when you yeah. apply. I'm going to get to the bottom. bottom. I'll have one of those like pointers that you like shoot out, shoots out like this. Yeah, yeah. That expands and I'm like, <laughs> slap it onto a, a board and I'm like mm-hmm. the bottom of hauntedness. And then I flip it over. It's just a picture of a ghost that I drew. That's, you just described a trick better than anything Chris Angel's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Truly better. We're still not fully healed by how disappointing and weird that Chris Angel show was. I can say, oh my God, oh my God, we forgot to talk we about. We didn't talk about it. No, we did. Wait, did we? But I just remembered we, we did. We told everyone it was weird. And then he was a, well, a yeah. misogynist. We didn't bring up the small alien. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Guys. Oh, guys. Every this was all big every news. all person. This is incredible. I I hope that it is oh, I don't know if I hope that it's real or if it's not real. I don't know. I don't know if there's even a there's we don't have control over careful. anything now. There's a video of a small humanoid walking around a lady's car at night. Caught Whoa, on her it's security camera. It's weird little arms. It and looks like a. It looks like a tiny legs. weird. I mean, people are comparing it to Dobby the house elf from Harry Potter. Ooh, it does. Look I like that. immediately I recognized it. it as a gray alien, which is it. a type of aliens. And you guys go and look them up. It makes me feel sick. Um, it is the worst thing to see. Ugh. And I don't know why people were laughing and making jokes about Pe- it. People, people, people have. They're going to have fucking jokes for everything, but this is serious. This is really serious? Really serious I was like, quarantine the town. Like, you got to block it off. Well, I was, well, yeah, I was like, get a dog to, to sniff out this. lift me out like, of there. Yeah, like, get a dog to pick up the scent of this, like, alien. Go and find Imagine the Imagine seeing that on your security cam the next day and being like, weird, I'll upload this to Twitter. Do you know what, though? What? I think yeah. the reason that people are tweeting and no one's upset because the government's already got the Stop. alien. Stop! And they're like, you can let them say whatever they want. We already got the alien. Ugh. Or they're like, it's too late. We already know that they're everywhere. Or like, so the like, alien's one of ours. an issue. That was one of ours. It just like got yeah, on one camera. Yeah, slipped out. And they're like, Steve. Our like, dumbest alien. Steve, come on. We've told what you. What Steve even is that? Steve A, wear clothes on duty. B. And Steve is wearing a music note necklace. Yeah. <laughs> also something we watched before this was Steve Perry's wonderful music video mm-hmm. for the song, Oh Sherry. You guys And he wears this music music note it. necklace throughout. I guarantee it. Oh You're my God. You're gonna love it. I guarantee it. You're gonna love it. Um, wow. Yeah, that alien really fucked me up. That's the worst thing. The al- <laughs> like everything we've just talked about is a lot to oh, digest. I'm sorry that I'm gonna add this, but there was also that girl that stabbed her boyfriend because she loved him too much. Wait, what? I didn't see that. Okay, hang on. Let me look it up. Yeah. Wow, we're <laughs> Romeo that? and Juliet situation. Yeah, it's a whole thing. No, the opposite. Let's see. Wow. Ooh. Ugh, uh, everything woman is awful. stabs boyfriend. Love. Okay. Woman stabs boyfriend love? Is that what you just Googled? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Um, Wait, what did you what did you say like a few minutes ago that was very funny? Hauntedness? 
the bottom of hauntedness. Oh, okay, it gets to the bottom of hauntedness. Yeah. Japanese woman nearly stabs man to death because she loved him so much. Since I loved him so much, I just couldn't help it. This is her. Oh, no. Yeah, that's her. 21-year-old Japanese woman. Oh, uh, no, that's not the Tokyo right way to do was it. recently arrested after she nearly stabbed her male acquaintance to death in her apartment. A male uh, acquaintance? Yeah, in the stomach. Jesus fucking Christ. Yep, she just called and, and like, admitted to the crime. Wait, and... Okay, upon arrival, police found the woman sitting and smoking beside the <gasps> man as he laid on the floor covered in blood in the lobby of the Holy apartment shit. building. Yeah. Wait, and it was because she loved there him are so much? Was she stalking video, There's him? photos of this. It's oh, not that bad, no. but, like... Oh, no. Wait, did he live? I think he's okay. okay. Like, he's probably critical, but that's a lot of blood. Wow. Uh, she was quoted by police as saying, my plan was to first kill him, and then I thought about committing suicide. No. Oh, no. But, yeah, so she... Yeah, he was in critical condition. Jesus. So, yeah, getting stabbed because you love someone too much is... Or, like, yeah, because somebody loves you too hard is a real a real thing that has happened. You do have to be careful to not be so likable that you are want to get stabbed. Yeah. That you are likely to get stabbed. Yeah, you need to always be, Ugh. like, a little bit of a bitch or a meanie so that nobody will stab so you in the stomach. So the fucking stomach. Yolandas of the world don't kill you yeah seriously um gotta watch out miss her mm-hmm. miss selena every day mm-hmm. um yeah every every wow. day uh okay i'm gonna i'm i would love for you to bust out that funny ghost that you were telling me about before well, it's only kind of funny now <laughs> I'm gonna try i that. have a genuinely hilarious one okay if we need to bookend this i think i think it'll be okay okay Oh, Sherry, how in love. I'm back. I'm good. I just okay, need good. a little Steve. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'll. I'll take you on a journey. Okay. I also had two I could choose from. Okay. And do you know what? What? Doing them all. Okay. <laughs> first, I'm gonna do the first thing I found, which is. Oh, hang on, Anderson Cooper. Get away What's from he up me. to? Uh, well, he's just in my in 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 my feed, as it as it were. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on! There we go. This is important. Okay. Five classic Canadian ghost stories. Oh, so I'm going to share these with you. These are these are quick ones. Okay. These are quick ones, and then I'm going to get into something a little bit more weird. All right. The Baldoon Mystery. Cute. Wallaceburg, Ontario. Is a look. I just thought I had to sneeze, but I couldn't. Is the location of this classic story that dates back to 1830 and the very first settlers of the town. Legend has it, as a group of women were weaving in a barn, sounds fun, three beams fell into the group, scattering everyone in fear. Other spooky events followed, weird noises, fires just happening out of nowhere, dead livestock, which is always very scary to me. Really, really creepy. And Flying Stones, which is, as we found, <gasps> yes! a really fun one so fun. and happens a lot. Oh my God. Uh, the owner of the barn, also Flying Stones, it's not just like someone throwing a stone, everyone, okay? No, it's like it's fucking Flying Stones. stones. Or it's like in Poltergeist when you open the door to yeah. the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. 
the owner of the barn, barn, John T. McDonald, was told that if he shot a black goose with a silver bullet, the curse would end. Well, what he did this. He shot the goose in the wing later that day, or no, days later. A woman who had wanted to buy his land out from under him was seen with her arm <gasps> in a sling. No! She was becoming a She goose? was watching him. What the frick? Yeah, she was hexing and cursing him. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. This one's also... Um, Canada! This one works in tandem with something horrifying that I hate. Uh-oh. Uh, the Ghost of Christie Mansion... Now Regis College in Toronto, the Christie Mansion was once home to the very same Mr. Christie of You Make Good Cookies fame. Wait, what? Yeah. Mr. Christie of You Make Good Cookies fame. What does it mean? I'm going to show you something that is one of the worst things. So it's a cookie manufacturer. This is a classic ad. Oh, no. I don't like it already. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Wait. It's because we're plugged in. I'm going to send it to you and you have to play it right now yeah. so that people can hear it. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. This is the worst. Oh, boy. I really can't deal. Okay, here we go. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be a good thing. Mr. Christie's crisp and chewy cookies in art class. What? Mr. Christie's crisp and chewy cookies taste so homemade that when you're supposed to be thinking of apples, that homemade taste. Guys, it's like a preschool with children painting. Yeah, that's Wait, one of the first things. Also, why is there like an off tune piano clinking? Oh my, that was the most cursed ass shit you've ever said to me, Yeah, it was Oh very bad. my god. Can you imagine though? Don't that's not even Mr. like. Mr. Christie's cookies Mr. in art class. Good cookies, Mr. I'm gonna fucking. Pour holy water on my the, phone. Yeah, it's that's not even like wow. the punchline of this ghost story. It's just something included. <gasps> Can you believe it? Yeah. So, Mr. Crispy, sorry, Christy <laughs> of You Make Good Cookies fame. He should be Mr. You Mr. Make Mr. Crispy. Good cookies, you Mr. Make good Crispy. Cookies, Mr. Crispy. I'm gonna vomit. I hate it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, like, would a child even like, like a dissonant toy piano? It's a little bit soft because we can't make too much noise. Me- like, horrible. We, we have to whisper around these soft I really children. fucking hate it. Ew. 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 Anyway, he Ugh. died a successful businessman. Well. His Rob, his, his Robert, which is a meant to say his son. It is Robert. He inherited the mansion. Um, he wasn't. He he wasn't so successful of a businessman. You see, Uh-oh. he decided to set up a secret chamber for his uh, mistress, who lived there Wait, secretly. Mister for Crispy? years. Mister Crispy Christie's Robert. <laughs> oh, Robert, his did. son. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, so she lived there secretly for years. <laughs> Until his Fucking affections Fucking respect waned. yourself, girl. Like, you're going to live in a secret chamber. Yeah, and she did hang herself. 
Oh my god. Legends has it that if you enter room 29 all by yourself at night, the door will swing shut and lock on its own accord. Don't don't yeah, I'm not I mean I'm not going to the room. No. Not yeah, it's go fucked in. up. I'm not going. The ghost of Peggy's Cove. Ooh. The site of famous Nancy Peggy's Drew. Boy Lighthouse. Oh. I wish. In Nova Scotia is said to be haunted by the ghost of a woman named Okay, typo. They never say what her name is. Peggy. Who took her own life in 1800. It's gotta be Peggy. According to legend, this one also reminds me of... You'll know exactly what it reminds me of when I say it okay. to you. Okay, her name was Margaret. Okay. So, yeah, yeah Peggy. Peggy. Was a survivor of a shipwreck that killed her children. <gasps> no! And in her grief, would often wander the rocks at the edge of the sea. Aww. One day, her husband, in an attempt to cheer her up, was dancing on the rocks, slipped, and suffered a fatal <gasps> head wound. Stop, dude! I know, but you know that it's been like 25 years of me thinking about that Grand Canyon Dad. It's the saddest thing I can think. It's the worst thing in the world. It's the kind of thing where like I'll be on like the edge of sleep and then I'll just like think Grand Canyon Dad and my eyes will pop open and I won't be able to sleep. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm But yeah, so this guy did a similar thing where he started to do like soft shoe on some rocks <laughs> and fucking bash his head open. Everything is a nightmare. Uh, yeah, and then she jumped into the sea. Jesus Where fuck. he died. Um, so yeah, she's seen wandering in the rocks, <gasps> poised to jump, and then when someone tries to help, she disappears. Oh my god. I know. It's I too much. I can only hope that that soft shoe man and Canyon Dad I know. meet nothing and have to have a beer. Yeah, it's like, it's too much. It's too much. Oh. At least he wasn't joking about dying when he died. Yeah, that's true. Stop! <laughs> you reminded me of one of the saddest parts about Canyon Dad. I'm so sorry. Oh my but it God. Is, it's the worst thing I can think of. Like, it's... <laughs> It's too much. It's too but as soon as something even hints at being like it, I right away remember Grand Canyon oh Dad. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Ah, <gasps> uh, you know who I think told me about that? Mr. Gleason. He would. Yeah. He would tell me. He was Mr. Gleason. He was great. Oh, I loved him. He also showed me like National His Geographic. Beautiful. Yeah, of course. Okay, besides the point though, Grand Canyon Dad. No, National Geographic's where it was like this person has to be alive when like their eyeball gets taken out of their head. Wait. Oh god. He would show me like fucked up ones. I'd be like, Mr. Mm. Gleason. Well, he was He an was artiste. great. He was wonderful. Yeah. Um all right, moving on. <laughs> the Empress Hotel's ghostly architect. Cute. The Empress Hotel in Victoria, British Columbia is a grand Candy place. Dad. Oh, wonderful. Whose architect was definitely a less than savory character. Uh-oh. Sir Francis Rattenbury. You gotta think. You Rattenbury. Got Rattenbury. Yeah. Already well known for designing the Parliament buildings in Victoria when he designed the Chateau style Empress. Forced to leave Victoria after maltreating and divorcing his first wife and Uh-oh. marrying his much younger mistress, he moved to England where he was subsequently beaten to death with a carpenter's mallet by his 18-year-old chauffeur, who also happened to be his wife's lover. Oh, my God. Yep. 
Canada. So the ghost of him but young haunts the Empress. Wow. This one's fun because this covers something that we haven't like really talked about too much. We didn't do Banff Springs Hotel, did we? It sounds Might familiar. Have. I think that we may have done this, but I don't remember this. Okay. Samuel McCulley, he was a Scottish porter that worked there. Uh, I mean. Who really loved his job. Mm-hmm. So much that, uh, so there's a lot of ghost stories at the BAMP, which is like a boarded up room that was the site of a grisly, grisly family murder, mm-hmm. a bride oh, yeah. falling headfirst down the stairs. Yeah, I do think we yes. did some of those. We, I think we did this one. But this guy, Samuel McCauley, an elderly Scottish porter, worked at the hotel more than 40 years, and he would constantly tell people, I'm gonna haunt the hotel. Good looking out. Yeah, like, I'm going to haunt the hotel when I die. And people report seeing him. Lights shining outside their windows. One couple reported an old Scottish gentleman helping them with their bags, even though none of the porters were over 50. So I love the idea of someone just being like, being like, calling your look out. I'm I'm gonna haunt this. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna be here later. Be shocked. Like when you see me, say hello. Wow. Yeah. Love that. That feels very cozy. Mr. Christie, you make good cookies. No. I'm sorry. Can't even do it. Ugh, I really don't like it. So, yeah, I'm so sorry. The other thing I found is just, like, I mean, it's not even maybe long enough to share, but there's so much in it. I went down a real rabbit hole of discoveries. For what topic? I found a New York Times article from 2008 Uh called Supernatural Cleaning Methods. Ooh, Okay. It's in the home and garden section. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by Joyce Wadler. All right. Okay. I'm going to go into just a, a couple little tales in yeah, here. Yeah. I, I would love to learn more. What do you do about that ghost that's been making such a racket? Scaring the guests and making it impossible to sleep. And then she goes into how, like, it could be a squirrel, but, like... <laughs> Probably not. But who's to say? Uh, when, you know, when your guests are truly frightened, something must be done. Such was the, was the case with Kathleen Whitehurst, an artist in Arnaudville, who scoured the countryside to salvage materials with which to build her home and guest house. However, people fled in terror because it was so haunted, and finally she called a specialist. She came all the way from Arkansas, Miss Whitehurst said in a telephone conversation. She sat on my couch, and within 30 minutes, she said, Yes, you do have a ghost in your home. She goes into a trance. She came back to her body and said, He's a Baptist minister wearing a white robe, and he's roaming the house. This is over the phone. Wait. Oh, no, she came all the way from Arkansas. Okay. But he just, so she, she sits down goes, Yes, you do have a ghost in your house. Goes into a trance. Yeah, that that's going to be a Baptist minister wearing a white robe, and he is roaming the house. Can you imagine, like, someone just sitting, being, like, right away, within, like, 30 minutes of entering your home? But does she tell them what, what to do? She says, 
that they found she narrowed it down to three gothic windows in a junk <gasps> pile Whoa. Uh, at a demolished church that they found and brought back to the house. Holy shit. And the ghost came along with them, which is like, Mom, if you're listening, oh, you've got to stop taking oh, stuff from places. So many haunted uh, cradles and rocking chairs. Yeah. So she stood with friends around the objects to make a circle with her around the lost spirit and tell it sympathetically but firmly... It's time to time to move along. Get out of here, ghost. Expel Peter. Get out of here, ghost. Expel Peter. Uh, when she finally said the final words, go, go. We got that <laughs> zapped feeling. And he went up, but he's never been back since. He went up. He went I love up. that. Just he went Wait, up. Wait, did she fucking keep the windows? You I don't can't know. have it all, lady. It doesn't say, it doesn't say whether or not, but this is actually good data. A recent Google internet search, so recent to 2008, mm-hmm. for getting rid of ghosts yielded nearly 2 million hits. Wow. We should By get comparison, a search for cleaning rain gutters yielded um, 191,000. All right. We got to buy some AdWords. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, in a Harris poll, I guess in 2007, 2,000 adults, 41% said, of 2,000 adults, 41% said they believed in ghosts. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Mage, shout out. The National Association of Realtors says that it's not a legal obligation of a real Wait, estate really? agent to tell a prospective buyer about alleged hauntings. Oh, okay. But deaths, they do have deaths, to, right? Deaths, different. Hauntings, Stop. not so. Spooky. Yeah. This is uh, Diane Reagan of Keller Williams Realty in New Orleans. Just like we, last week, I got a call from a past client who was calling for a friend who leased a place and wasn't happy about Uh-oh. it being haunted. It would be a very funny. He wanted his deposit like, back. Tactic. Well, yeah. You this would. is like ghost realtor. A ghost realtor. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> yeah. But picture you find your dream apartment, right? Oh, and there's man. like a million offers in for it. What you got to do? Is start leaving fake reviews online as Obviously. if you were the former tenant being like, yeah. don't move into this house. It's haunted as fuck. Yeah, like a bloody like witch like stands over my bed mm-hmm. every night. But then what if it a comes true? Witch? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Even if it does come true, you got the place. Yeah. So obviously, it, this article does go into like, before you try to just like get rid of ghosts, you have to make sure it's not just like the fucking plumbing. Yeah, um, that's fair. There is an ebook called "Is My House Haunted?" A Practical Guide, written by Bonnie Vent. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Bonnie Vent online. There is a lot. We do not have time, but I will show you after this. Okay. She's the medium who founded the San Diego, San Diego Paranormal Research Project. Uh, you go to her website, sdparanormal.com, read the transcript of her conversations with the comic George Carlin, what? which occurred after his death. Are you kidding me? Yeah. San- of all people, but- George Carlin, who was like, there's no afterlife. Almost every day. Why would he go to fucking Bonnie? I don't think he, I think she's bullshitting. Bonnie, what are you talking about? I think she about? selected like the most well-known skeptic. That was yeah, the, in the, the world. Like, she was like, "Well, I'm going to prove it by talking to this all my sleeve." Yeah. Guess who I got? I got all George. George, well, you never thought you'd be talking to him. me, did you? Ha <laughs> She's awful. But, you know what? She is online and this Does she is have, her like, an angel fire page. 
Uh, well, it oh, sure looks wow. amazing. Yeah, you can that's exactly what I picture. Oh yeah, oh there's a lot God. going on here. Um, wow, there's a lot going on here. Your future, your future fans, fans away. away. It's wonderful. This is a halfway through this, which you can see I'm halfway through. She admonishes someone for coming late and missing a lot. Wow. Uh, So you can also buy a choose love necklace on sale now. What does it have to do with a ghost? Nothing at all. What? There's also like live interviews, paranormal frequencies. Oh, inspirational I am going to show you. I can't show you. You can kind of see if you just scroll through here. Yeah. The introduction for this is Mm -hmm. like... Uh, mountains, aliens. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll play it after. But this Bonnie. is incredible. Paranormal Frequencies is a TV show. Okay. Or I'm sorry, it's Was like it- a TV show on the internet that like is someone's show. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Uh, inspirational art okay, by Bonnie Ben. That also for your birthday. DVDs and books. Obviously, you can get all these. Um. I do want to just click in here and read you some titles really quickly. Um, you could also get a $100 gift certificate. For what? A text reading. <laughs> she'll do a reading. Wait, like she'll text you a spiritual yes. reading? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, well. These are extremely well-priced at $32 each. <laughs> are they digital downloads? Yes. Stop. All of her books are too. Yep, connection channel shop on Wait, Amazon. Wait, those are legitimate digital yeah. downloads. Also, I want you to know that look at these dolphins in the background. Oh my god! Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm adding this to our Instagram story. It's really important. Hold up, dude. Yeah, Bonnie. Okay, she lost me with the George Carlin stuff, but she really brought me back with the dolphins. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. She's really a digital artist, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah. And you know what? This is, like, recently updated. Does it? Did it she says, like, two, like copyright 2016 copyright. through 19. Ooh. So, yeah. She's still visiting her website. Wow. Um, she's a hero. Yeah. There's a lot to take in here. Um, there's a lot, a lot. So, anyway. She, she factors in a lot. Her guide costs $7.97. Paranormal activity log, record electrical devices going on and off, unexpected noises, hot and cold spots, paying someone to spread lotions and potions all over the house. No. She says she's she's against that. Saging. Okay, this is a direct quote. What does work? Communication. Oh, wow, Bonnie. Did you this go does to not necessarily mean that they will leave, but you should be able to work out a livable situation, which is just like couples therapy. Yeah, it's like just communicate. Like, I don't it's think that key. you should move out, but like we may not always get along. We will stay together until the kids I'm are I'm going to go up. to couples therapy with a ghost and just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> just go to regular therapy and then just start talking like, as if yeah. somebody's next to you. Yeah. And like, well, are you going to fucking say anything? Like, he's always doing this. Yeah. No, that's why That's why we're here. No, I know. Yeah, and it's like, I'm, I'm, I just don't, I don't introduce you to my friends because they can't see you. <laughs> they can't see you. Oh, that makes me sad for your ghost boyfriend. Yeah. And it's like, I know you're telling me you look like a skeleton, and I do find that hot, but can I the trust you? The ghost looks like a skeleton! <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate sadness. 
That's the ultimate sadness. That's like, instead of just being an invisible person, it's an invisible skin. Can you imagine though? Like there's like you die and you go somewhere and they're like they're, they're like, like uh, all right, you're customizing form. you. Yeah. Or it's like, what do you want your form to be? And you're like, oh yes, a, a skeleton, a skeleton, please. And they just leave out that you you're still invisible. Wait, why would you beg to be a skeleton? Because I don't know. <laughs> Just imagine, maybe the person wants it. I was picturing the opposite of being like, okay, you're dead. We're going to, you know, you get to be like whatever, forever young, like forever yeah. your hottest self. Instead, you, you're just miscalibrates. Skeleton. Yeah. Oh it like uh, backfires yeah, mid. It's like, oh, the machine broke, so we only got up to skeleton we level. We only got up to skeleton. But it's the best but skeleton you ever anyway, were. Nobody can see you. Like, you can see yourself, which yeah. sucks because you're just going to see a skeleton, but yeah. nobody <laughs> else can see you. Yeah, I mean, I, he tells me he's a skeleton, but. <laughs> <laughs> what ghost that is? A skeleton. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, then, so this, art, this article is long, so I'm only going to hit some other parts, but there's, like, a thing where it's, like, we had a case, somebody's dead. Uncle Fred was a plumber, and they thought he was going, he was giving them a sign because every morning at 2 a.m. their toilet would flush, which is, like, oh. come on, it's not, it's not Fred. Yeah, it's probably not him. Also, like, don't force that to be his legacy. That man probably... You know, wasn't all about toilets. Well, maybe he was about toilets. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know him. There's also that thing of, like, it says here for minor hauntings. Uh Uh-huh. DIY. Okay, great. DIY. Go to my Many hauntings are so slight that the homeowners may feel equipped to handle the problem themselves. This was the experience for Leslie. What am I paying you for, Cass Burkey, a one-time Broadway actress, and her husband, (gasps) Brian Burkey, a commercial photographer. Stop it who bought an old New Orleans home from the estate of a deceased couple a few years ago. Okay. Problems began with the restoration of the former master bedroom. Uh, Bad odors, lights going on and off. Her husband recalled a, quote, definite presence, unquote. When he started ripping stuff out, it was like the house was saying, what are you doing? Oh, my God. And would get really persnickety. What? How? I don't know. When we started to take up the carpet and put down a wood floor, all sorts of things went Crazy, like wormies and bugs. Yeah, which is also insane because, like, oh my god, like wood floor, please. If anything, like, yeah, tear up the carpet, mm-hmm. put down a wood mm-hmm. floor. Uh, apparently, the former owner had a white carpet that she loved. Well, which she, is is psychotic, disgusting. and she, you know, psychotic. Ugh. She's she that ghost is very. Normal. I mean, having a white carpet is just like. Why would you ever? I say this as somebody who I will admit. Yeah, I have a a small white area different. rug in my bedroom. However, different. I, don't, I would never wall to wall carpet. Installed carpeting, installed white carpeting. Imagine the hubris of yeah. installing white. Just a pure white to wall carpet. Unless you are Stanley Steamer himself. Yeah, unless How you are dare you? Stanley Steamy Steamer himself. <laughs> Steamy Steamer's Or son. Stanley Steamer's Robert. And by mm-hmm. Robert, I mean son. Special son. What are you doing? What are you even thinking? I don't understand. No. But yeah, I mean, a friend of hers in Connecticut. <gasps> Shit. Go to Capital, got the idea she should do... Um, 
basically like an incantation telling the spirit to leave. Fuck off. And it worked. Wow. It worked. She probably, I hope she just like fucking roasted her, her choice of wall-to-wall white carpeting until the ghost yeah, was embarrassed. Probably. It's like, you're right, fine. <laughs> fine, yeah, um, I guess it's gauche. I'll circle this, I'll, I guess, close this out by hitting on two things I think you'll like. Actually, no, there's two, there's two things I want to cover, but this is just a realtor who had two properties in her whole career that fell into the haunted category. The first was one of a former parish house where the priest stayed and it came up at the closing, the closing, the homeowner said at the closing. So like they're closing the house. Yeah. The homeowner says, I just want you to know that there's a priest who haunts this house. No. And the realtor's like, went on to tell the story that she grew up in the house. One time her sister had makeup on top of the dresser and he swiped it off. The realtor was horrified. The buyer, she assumed would be like, that's it, I can't leave her, but they just, like, were fine with it. I mean, if you just closed, what else can you even do? It must have been an insanely low price. Oh, my God. Yeah. The other time was really freaky. Uh, She says it was built in the 1600s, nobody lived there, and it never sold. What? The first thing that happened when she walked in... Her electronic tape recorder stopped working. Mm-mm. She had a fine. funny spirit feeling she wasn't alone. Um, she was staging it. Things would be moving by themselves. And she was putting dried flowers on the end of this old table. And she saw something on the table that was bright red but watery. It looked like blood, but it was too thin. Ew. Which is a horrifying detail. Too thin. Everything on the table was dry. That's the creepiest thing ever happened to me in the business, she said. Ew. Ew. That's so weird. It gross. It's like strawberry ice cream syrup. Oh, yeah. It could be like when like an icy pop melts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it, though. Um, I also just want to bring up Joe Nickel. Okay. The ghost hunter for the magazine Skeptical Inquirer. He has a doctorate in English literature from the University of Kentucky, was once a professional magician, <gasps> and he's been investigating stories of ghosts for decades, but he's a skeptic. Oh, okay. They ask, ever catch one? He goes, I have not. All right. Fair. Um, I think you like him a lot. He, basically, he just fe- features in this article, but I'm just going to share stuff that is about him. Mm-hmm. Um, also... Fucking skeptical inquirer. Whoa, that is great. Is like its skeptical own inquirer. bad thing. Okay, this um, is what the rest of my twenty one reasons be. Noah's worldwide flood never happened. Oh fuck! There's a lot of like uh, skeptical inquirer. You know, so there's many hot takes. Oh my god, there's so much in here. Uh, there was one thing about like dragons not being real, and I was like, fuck you, skeptical <laughs> inquirer. I was on your side. Um, there's. There's an article called A Nickel for Your Thoughts, Stop. A Conversation with Joe Nickel. I'm only going to read you the bio they give. Okay. Joe Nickel, PhD and senior search fellow at CSI. That is, um, oh, fuck. Cool Skeptics, Inc. Committee for Skeptical Inquiry. <laughs> okay, pretty close. Has been investigating strange mysteries, miracle claims, and the paranormal and occult activities for close to 50 years. Most know him for his work as a columnist in the Skeptical Inquirer, science magazine, and books that cannot be true. 
which range from solving historical mysteries and examining question documents to poetry anthologies to a recipe book for mint juleps. <laughs> and, of course, the paranormal. What? He just, like, on the side has a recipe book for just mint juleps. Wait, this kind of is reminding me of that guy who we discovered in, like, the Arizona yes. Times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who, like, only refers to his wife by her entire full name. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Barbara Marie Jones or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he has... He's incredible. He's also one of the biggest, like, uh, opponents, like, enemies of the Warrens. Ooh. Which I, which I like. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, very curious to hear that. He's fun. He... Um, yeah... Let me just, let me just, a couple more, more little highlights. Yeah, tell me a little bit about Joe. He, I mean, he's a skeptic. He's like, nothing is real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there is no reality. There is no will. reality. I'm trying to get to the part, the controversies. Here we go. Okay. He basically was part of a team that was like, the Shroud of Turin is definitely for sure a 14th century painting on linen. <laughs> like, not Jesus's shroud. Mm-hmm. People are just like super mad about it. And he's like, it. Like, it's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Warrens, although he rejects the term debunker to describe his work, his evidence-based investigations of paranormal events have not yet uncovered any miracles, ghosts, or monsters. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. His insistence on documenting facts led to a heated exchange with Ed and Lorraine Warren on The Sally Show in 1992. (gasps) You gotta find that clip. Oh, yeah. Nickel and the Warrens appeared on Sally Jesse Raphael's talk show with the Snedecker family, whose reports of ghosts and demons led to the 1992 book In a Dark Place, The Story of a True Haunting by novelist Ray Garten, and the 2009 movie The Haunting in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. That movie sucked. After an on-air threat of violence from (gasps) Ed Warren... Nichols stated... Was he like, I'll sock you in the jaw? Ed Warren was like a profane moron throughout his life. Such a piece of shit. Nichols said, I've investigated haunted houses for some 20 years. I've not met a house that I thought was haunted. I think the Warrens have not met a house they didn't think was haunted. Wait, I think the... They didn't... Oh, so he's saying they think everything's haunted? Yeah. The houses that sincere people report they think are haunted usually follow a certain pattern. This is a hodgepodge of the sort of ghost tale, poltergeist, part demon, part this, part that. Mm -hmm. We saw a similar pattern with the Amityville horror, a case that the Warrens thought was genuine. Turned out to be a blatant hoax. I don't know. I don't know. Concocted over several bottles of wine. Ooh. He thought they were, of course, exploitative and harmful charlatans, Mm -hmm. which is obviously also he, he talked to Blake Smith, who hosts... Monster Talk podcast, which means Mr. Nickel. Oh my God, please come back. If you are listening, we would love nothing more than to chit chat with you about paranormal stuff. Oh my God, I would do anything. And I, I am, I am of course a skeptic, but we should obviously him. you've been researching for 50 years and you know probably a lot of things about ghosts and also don't believe in them. So please come on the pod. We should email him, dude. I would do. I'll make you a mint julep. Oh my goodness! I mean, if anything, he's he wrote the book. On I'll him. make you a julep. Um, I um, I do just want to read in an interview more more zings he does for the Warrens because they're that. really good. Just fucking burn. Um, 
The Warrens made something of a career of claiming to see and exercise demons. Their modus operandi was to arrive, often un- uninvited, <laughs> at the homes of haunted Catholic families and try to convince them that their ghosts or poltergeists were in fact demons. Oof. At some point, the Warrens would suggest that lots of money could be made with book and movie deals. Oh. Co-authors of the Warrens' books have since told how they were encouraged to make things up t- so the books would be scary. Whoa. Roger Perone called the Warrens, quote, a pair of two-bit charlatans. <gasps> I, God, I love when somebody's genuinely called a charlatan. I know. I love it. He goes, I cannot disagree. I appeared with them on Sally, just Raphael, for pre-Halloween 1992 promotion of yes. the book. With Alan and Carmen Snedecker, which was the basis for the hit Haunting of Tannigan, I found Ed Warren, now deceased, to be a belligerent and manipulative character who, backstage, swore like a sailor and was given to, given to making veiled threats. Wow. If someone really could come back as a demon, Ed Warren would seem just the type. Damn. Fucking zing Wow. He lit yeah. it up. Yeah. He fucking lit it up. Wow. Uh so yeah, that was just like other stuff that I found that's fun. Oh, I was holding my computer weird and now my wrist like super hurts. No. It's okay. It's just crazy. Okay. I've I've broken my wrist. Did It'll you be carpal fine. tunnel yourself? Oh fuck. Oh Lord. It's what have I you just, done? Hold it like a monkey's paw. No. <laughs> you are though. You are holding it like that. Oh Lord. I really Ooh. did myself in. Yeah, oh, so Lord. that's that's what it is. That's what I've done. Wow. Some Mr. Canada goats and then you. this weird New York Times thing. Wow. I Thank you for bringing it back on, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I promise everybody, the one that I have for next time is I was like chortling aloud at work. I can't wait. It's going to be a, a real cutie. I can't wait. Also, everybody, just uh, another wonderful good thing that is happening um, Ireland is hosting just Halloween. <gasps> yeah, we have to go. Just all of Halloween. Yep. Samhain is just festival. happening for real in mm-hmm. Ireland now. And they're they're finally like, you know what? We kind of invented this. And we're taking it back. They're leaning into it. They're leaning into it. I cannot wait. Uh, send us, uh, Venmo us dollars so that we can go. The, mm. the bones are our, are our dollars. The worms are their money. So are the worms. Um... Yeah, you gotta please help us go. Oh man, I, I'm not genuinely asking. The puka like, costumes kind of, alone. Are, it's called the Puka Festival, yeah. and you all can look it up online. There's not a lot out about it yet, but soon. Puka Fest. Puka Fest 2019. Um, What's your tip? Oh, brawler! What is my tip? Don't commit. Uh, like oh my god, m- massive scale, basically uh, chemical genocide. Don't use humans to experiment on excellent tip Um, I guess outside of that my tip would be like if you are trying to get a coveted apartment um, definitely feel free to leave like a ton of fake reviews online saying how massively haunted it is in an attempt to get the apartment I think that that is ethical Mm. I think because you're not lying it could be haunted well, you are lying because you're saying that you live there. Whatever. Who cares? Lie. Who cares? Yeah, lie. Just lie. Lie. Like, it's every man for himself in this world, and you got to get that apartment Real you want. competitive. Yeah, it really is. Um, what's um, your tip? I think my tip is, like, don't eat Mr. Christie's cookies. Ew. Ugh. Um, Get your dad! <laughs> 
Canyon Dad. Yeah, really sad. Also, uh, I will say, Canyon like, if Dad someone's really like, sad is a poem. Canyon yeah. Dad really sad. I'm gonna do a book of haikus just on Canyon Dad. Canyon Dad. Oops, my, um, oops, my bad. Oh no! Oh no! no. So sad. So sad. If someone is upset or like you're in a possibly dangerous situation, <laughs> you can't make a joke. That's my tip. Like, don't do something risky just for a laugh. And I say that as somebody who always it, does. I know. I was gonna say it's all so the time. My nature to not do that. I know. That's why I'm like, it's so, like, there but for the grace of fucking God, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Katie Dad is all of us. <laughs> it's all of us. He's, I can't he's even believe it. The, the ultimate example of committing to a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. <gasps> it's horrible. And it, it really is like looking into the face of God and finding out God is death because... He, it Oof. it truly is like like a hundred percent. I have done things where if I had put a foot wrong, I'd be dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. As as a joke. Yeah, it's like 100%. in Jurassic Park when he does the fake out like electrocution. Yep. And then it happens for real. Yep. Happens every day, guys. Yeah, you can't oh make God. a deadly joke. Don't make a deadly joke. Ugh. That's my tip. Wow. Nothing is that fun. Nothing. Well, is I worth the funny. Some things might be. Well, yeah, it depends. But it does depend. Ask yourself, is it worth the funny? Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. This is a tough and night for all of us. Let's go watch Oh, Sherry, the music video. Oh, yeah. I think you'll like it. Our love holds on. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Hold on. You can email us at thatsthespiritpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on That's the Spirit Podcast on Instagram and Spirit yep. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Email us, guys. Go and Email buy a milkening merch. Oh my god! Please, yeah. we want to see your milkening costumes. We want to see your milkenings. Uh, also, just send me a picture of you drinking milk. How about that? No, do it. All right, put it on Instagram and tag up. us. Uh, just drink some milk. Tag us. That's Spirit Podcast, and then also tag milk. Don't like that. You're asking tag, um, a lot of people. Milk challenge. And no. Are you sure? Milk challenge. <laughs> oh, I guess it already exists. Gallon it challenge. A gallon challenge. Uh, milk challenge hey, is just to drink just a glass. Drink of a milk. glass of milk and live with yourself. <laughs> um, I would. I would actually appreciate it though if you would do the gallon challenge and and tag us in it. But you have to shout us out right before you do it. Yeah, you do. It also, count. Tommy, if you're listening, I know that you've done the gallon challenge before and you can do it. So do it. The implications of that are so much worse than just throwing up all the milk. Yeah. You just have to live with all the milk inside you. Okay. Okay. Guys, yeah. we have to go. We love you so much. And we'll see you in hell. Bye. Bye. I love you.